Section 43 of The Book of the Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume 11. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by George Diaz of Spring Hill, Florida. The Book of the Thousand Nights and a Night, Volume 11, by Anonymous. Translated by Richard Francis Burton. The Seventeenth Night of the Month When the evening evened, the king summoned the minister, and as soon as he presented himself, he required of him the story. So he said, Hearkening and obedience, hero August King. The Tale of Calbas and His Wife and the Learned Man There was once a man called Calbas, who was a fulsome fellow, a calamity, notorious for this note, and he had a charming wife renowned for beauty and loveliness. A man of his townsfolk fell in love with her, and she also loved him. Now Kabas was a wily white and full of guile, and there was in his neighborhood a learned man, to whom the folk used to resort every day, and he told them histories and admonished them with moral instances, and Kabas was wont to be present in his assembly, for the sake of making a show before the folk. This learned man also had a wife, famed for comeliness and seemlyhead, and quickness of wit, and understanding, and the lover sought some device whereby he might manage to meet Kalbas's wife. So he came to him, and told him as a secret what he had seen of the learned man's wife, and confided to him that he was in love with her, and besought his assistance in this. Kalbas told him that she was known as a model of chastity and continence, and that she exposed herself not to ill doubts. But the other said, I cannot renounce her, in the first place, because the woman inclineth to me, and coveteth my wealth, and secondly, because of the greatness of my fondness for her, and naught is wanting but thy help. Quoth Kalbas, I will do thy will. And quoth the other, Thou shalt have of me every day two silvern dirhams, on condition that thou sit with the learned man, and that when he riseth from the assembly, thou speak a word which shall notify to me the breaking up of the meeting. So they agreed upon that, and Kalbas entered and sat in the session, whilst the lover was assured in his heart that the secret was safe and secure with him. Wherefore he rejoiced, and was content to pay the two dirhams. Then Kalbas used to attend the learned man's assembly, whilst the other would go in to his wife and be very much with her, on such wise as he thought good. Till the learned man arose from his meeting, and when Kalbas saw that he proposed rising, he would speak a word for the lover to hear. Whereupon he went forth from the wife of Kalbas, who knew not that doom was in his own house. But when the learned man saw Kalbas do the same thing every day, he began to suspect him, especially on account of that which he knew of his bad name, and suspicion grew upon him. So one day he resolved to advance the time of his rising, ere the wounded hour, and hastened up to Kalbas, seized him, and said to him, By Allah! And thou say a single syllable, I will do thee a damage. Then he went into his wife, with Kalbas in his grip. And behold, she was sitting, as of her wont, nor was there about her aught of suspicious or unseemly. The learned man bethought him a while of this, then made for Kalbas's house, which adjoined his own, still holding his man. And when they entered, they found the young lover lying on the bed with Kalbas's wife, Whereupon quoth the learned man to him, O accursed, the doom is with thee and in thine own house. 
So Kabas divorced his wife and went forth, fleeing, and returned not to his own land. This, then, continued the wazir, is the consequence of lewdness, for whoso purposeth in himself wile and perfidious guile, they get possession of him, and had Kabas conceived of himself that dishonor and calamity which he conceived of the folk, there had betided him nothing of this. Nor is this tale rare, and curious though it be, stranger or rarer than the story of the devotee whose husband's brother accused her of lewdness. When the king heard this, wonderment gat hold of him, and his admiration for the wazir redoubled. So he bade him hie to his home, and returned to him on the morrow, according to his custom. So the minister withdrew to his lodging, where he passed the night and the ensuing day. End of section 43 Recording by George Diaz of Spring Hill, Florida